0: Hi everyone, it's Derek from the iReady podcast and this is my reaction to the 1-0 victory over Alashkert in the Europa League Playoff leg 1 tonight. If you want to sum up the game in cliches then certainly you could say it was a game of two halves and they don't like to do things the easy way. But certainly that's Rangers over the back sometimes, isn't it? But a frustrating night certainly in the first half, a much better performance in the second half and we run out 1-0 winners. And at least it wasn't a loss, that's all you can say. I think sometimes there's too much expectation on this Rangers team. I've, you've seen all the, the tweets today, we're expecting 3-4, 5 whatever. We've no divine right to to win games that by that much. We've no divine right to win any games. So I think it's maybe a case of, yes, last season was amazing, but we need to park that to the side. It's the start of a new season and we need to stop being complacent. And there was a few things tonight, especially in the first half, which has reared its ugly head again. But we'll, we'll get into that. But from the Dunfermline game, though, we made six changes. Great to see as well Bassey was retaining his spot as well. Certainly it would have been easy to chuck Barisic back in there. But certainly Bassey retaining his spot. And certainly, uh, maybe not in this, the first half, because I don't think many players in the first half justified their starting spot. But certainly by the second half, every everybody was, was pulling their weight. So we lined up McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Hellander, Bassey, Lundström, Davis, Aribo, Hadji, Kent and Morellis. On the subs bench we had McLaughlin, McCrory, Itton, Simpson, Patterson, Wright, Baligan, Kelly, Arfield and Barisic. So at the first half it was another game and the same problems with plenty of possession but we played slow and lethargic football. Nobody was moving for each other, they weren't moving in any space. Granted, Alice Cart were sitting in, playing tight in defensive football. They tried to hit on the break, but we were competent and it was easy enough for our defence. Again, the final third was really poor. We were playing the exact same way again, getting to the wing, crossing in and repeating without really a lot of success. Many of the crosses were overcooked. However, we did have a number of dangerous crosses into a good area, but we didn't pick out our man. I suppose you could argue in that sense the fact that, well, they're not really good crosses then, but I would say they were into dangerous areas and they weren't finding their man, so it was maybe a communication issue there or the front line needing to be more aware of where we're putting the balls in and the dangerous areas where it was causing Alice Kurt a wee bit of trouble. Our best chance of the half though came on the 22nd minute where Aribo pressures the midfielder, wins back possession which great great skill from Aribo there, fed the ball forward to Hadji who slides in Kent, right hand side into the box, he was in space and he shot the ball and it hit off the bar and went wide you thought it wasn't going to be our night when you seen that we've seen that time and time again especially in Europe where we can do everything right and in the final ball where you would have a stick on to score and he hits it wide or he he hits off the post or the bar or whatever however absolute madness from Lundstrom because he got himself sent off on the 43rd minute now he's played a few games He's been iffy in a couple, he's been pretty decent in a couple, he's not had the greatest of starts, that's what you could say and certainly he never really covered himself in glory tonight because he was already on a yellow at this point and it was from about 10 minutes beforehand for a very similar offence as well. He had the ball in the Alice Cart half, he dallied on the ball, he lost out, their player got the ball, it was still in the Alice Cart half, he was running towards the dugout and Lundström pulls him back. He was in the Alishkart half and I think he'd even looked up there, the replay showing he had actually looked up and there was plenty of cover. This guy is an experienced Premiership player, you don't have to have European experience to look up and see what cover you've got. The boy was running to the touchline, he was in his own half, you've got plenty of cover. That was amateur mistake there from Lundstrom. absolute madness. Well, certainly he's not going to do himself any favours with the the fans that are on his back. You know, you've still got to give him a chance, but he'll obviously be ruled out for the next game against Alishkart, but we'll see what the manager, how how he uses him from thereafter. The one thing that possibly good thing that could have came from the red card though is what we found last week. The red card seemed to galvanise Malmo. We were hoping that was going to happen and certainly in the second half it did because it was a much better performance in the second half. Very gutsy and a fighting performance and one major difference, the players were moving for each other into spaces. Who would have thought that if players move for each other and get into space you could pass a lot more freely, you could create a lot more, you could get more chances. It's not rocket science, it's simple football and sometimes I think this team forget that and when we do play the slow, lethargic build up because we're playing against a team tight at the back, we forget to move and you know certainly fortunately it played out well in this game but another major turning point as well is Kent who was having an absolute stinker of a first half he got subbed at half time and Wright came on and he made pretty much an instant impact because you could see he was fired in his belly he got forward quick very early on and he had an early chance for uh, a good cross in for Merylis who couldn't quite convert. But as I kind of alluded to there, like Malmo last week, we looked as if we had the extra man in our team. We were in full control of the game, all the possession. I don't actually believe McGregor had one significant save to make in the full second half. We certainly created a lot more. However, we didn't put their keeper under a lot of pressure. Arguably, you could say that was maybe down to the extra man, but even last year there was times when we were struggling to break down teams and we weren't putting their keeper under pressure. That's one thing that really, really needs to change. You put keepers under pressure, liable to make mistakes, you're going to get a goal eventually from it. However, there was a 10-minute flurry of chances in and around the, the 58th minute with a penalty claim. It wasn't given, I think, correct decision there. Morelis had an overhead kick. Then he had another chance, but it was just wide with a header we're getting closer and closer and we finally broke the deadlock on the 67th minute with none other than Morella scoring. And Morella beats the offside trap from a pass from Tavenier, ended up in acres of space, so much that everybody thought it was offside. <laughs> don't want to comment on that one because certainly at RTV, I don't know if this was tactical or not, had never shown a proper angle where you could see if he was offside or not. So I'm not sure if he was or not to be honest. Wasn't too many complaints about it granted, but he got the ball, drove the ball forward into the box with only the keeper to beat, hits a shot under and off the keeper's legs and into the back of it. net. Brilliant. I mean, how many times has he dug us out of a hole? Granted, another player might have done something similar, but certainly a few games last year in Europe and the year before as well where it was one goal in it and he was the provider of that goal. He's invaluable at times. He's a sometimes as well but he's invaluable we then really controlled the rest of the game from that we made a few subs Aribo Rebo off for Arfield Morales off for it and a Hadji off for Kelly as well in the 95th minute right in the injury times I think he probably only got 30 seconds but I mean certainly a much better performance second half Haji It was especially outstanding tonight. He's seen he was fighting for the jersey. He's seen there was a lot of anger because he had a few bad challenges on him as well. Aribo was brilliant in the second half right as well. They should all be stick-ons just now because they're the ones that are really providing the now. So certainly we can't rest on our laurels. It's going to be a tough game next week as well. They've shown that they're competent enough in defence. We just need to up our game as well. Certainly from what Clive Tilsley was telling us, it's going to be 40 degrees out there, a long flight as well. We've got an old firm game to think about three days later. You know, it's going to be a very, very tough game. It'll be interesting to see how if we, you know, just play for the, the 1-0 or we go out and try and get a second goal and more or less put the tie to bed. Obviously, no way goes. so we'll see what happens there. However, it leads us into Sunday, which is against Ross County. So, travel up to Dingwall. Um, i will be interesting to see if it's the same team or a similar team. I think the way the team played in the second half today showed what the character that, again, the team have, have been written off by your fans as well and as i said i think that's some something to do with the the expectation levels we need to park them the media i'm not even going to get into that because they've got their own issues with it with us as well but we just need to keep playing our game take every game as it comes if we play even as half as well as we did last year we're going to be fine so we'll see what happens at the weekend i'll be back with another post match then so as ever thanks for listening and goodbye